Seriously, listen, listen, listen. Wait, for real, for real, for real, for real. You guys know that I've been partying since Saturday. And wait, and wait, and baby, I'm TFC till I die. It's time for the podcast. It's time for the podcast. It's time for the podcast. The Dirty Tackle Podcast. Ho, 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 and welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com. And I am here with just one of my co-hosts, because Mr. Ryan Bailey is on a fabulous holiday cruise with... The best one. With Mrs. Claus, or his Mrs. Claus, or a Mrs. Claus. <laughs> or the real Mrs. Claus. Or the real perhaps. Mrs. Claus, yeah. He's, uh, That'd be loose. That would be. Uh, so, Theo Messi, how are you? You're the only one here. What are you wearing? What's going on? I'm fantastic. It's like, you know, a dream come true to finally get the English guy off the show. <laughs> this is it's, the way it was always meant to be, and, and it just feels good to be here. It's an all-American Christmas here on the yeah, Tackle as podcast. it should be. <laughs> I am wearing, in that spirit, now that our blimey English friend isn't here, I'm wearing a U.S. <laughs> soccer t-shirt uh, from a few World Cups back, you know, one of the ones we qualified for. Nike SB made it. It's a very soft t-shirt because I'm a hard man, so I got to balance it out. <laughs> What about you, balanced. my friend? What are you rocking today? Uh, well, I'm kind of keeping it American, too, in a sense. Uh, okay. I'm wearing my no Pirlo, no party. No Pirlo, no holiday party, I guess. T-shirt. It actually says yes, Pirlo, yes party. Yes, Pirlo, yeah. Well, this, it's the same same thing, just, you know. The same sentiment. Yeah. But it, it says yes, Pirlo, yes party, but it means right. no Pirlo, no party, too. Um, yeah, it's the transitive property. Exactly, something like that. Uh, so, in... I think New York just had a Pirlo day not too long ago, so it's all Pirlo all the time. Even though he retired, we're still keeping him alive this holiday season. It's Pirlo's world. We're all just living in it. It really is. We'll we'll talk more about Andrea later. But uh, for now, I think we need to check in on the Dirty Tackle Fantasy League. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Even though I'm the only other one here? Yeah, even though, yeah, you with your fabulous fantasy strategy are the only one here to talk to about this. Uh, so download the Taga app and join us if you still have not. I don't know what you've been doing if you haven't. But uh, so game week 18, El Bobo. Stick him. Stick him. Still Again. beating us up. He's, He's still on fire. beating up on us. This is crazy. Put he him had 150 out. points. I had 128.75 Ryan Bailey again in third with 120 even, uh, 104 overall. And then Mr. Theo Messi, 171 yeah, 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 yeah. overall with 7.5 Lacazette yeah. points. It's okay. He's he's kind of on a cold patch right now. He hasn't gotten you too many goals lately. Yeah, but like, you know, if you bench him in this scenario, his confidence would just be shot. So I, I feel like I need to keep rolling you with You got to keep it. rolling with him, yeah. How about El Bobo? What is he, like the Pep Guardiola of Taga Fantasy? I mean... Everton have turned their fortunes around, and I guess he's riding that wave because he he's jumping up that table. He's moving. 150 is a number. Again, I don't really know how fantasy works. <laughs> yeah. I always I mean, don't set my lineup, but 150 sounds like a very strong score. That's what, like 10 Lacazettes or something like that? I mean, I'm not Seriously, good at math, but that's, that's I think something. that's cheating. <laughs> he found the Lacazette hack. He's using all the yeah. Lacazettes. But at number yeah, one overall... Like, you know, He's spending too much. It's not fair. Exactly. Yeah. You got to investigate them. Number one overall in game week 18 was D Arsenal 45 with 221 points. That's, Whoa, that's an even bigger that's an number. an even bigger number. Yeah. That's that's like 20 Lacazettes. I don't even know. Jesus so, Christ. That, that's our new uh, unit of measure now at the Dirty Tackle Podcast yeah. is Lacazettes. We measure everything Lacazettes. In Lacazettes. So, hey, at least uh, I've contributed something via the Taga Fantasy app. See, you provide some value in fantasy football. There you go. Yeah. All right, so Taga app, Dirty Tackle, Perfect 11 League, get on it. And it's the holiday well, perfect season. perfect one. So if you just have one player, they'll let you play too. They you will, just won't do yeah. very well. Yeah, no rules. Just whatever you want. That's why we like Taga. All right, moving on. Dirty Tackles of the Week. You know, people say you're supposed to be nice to people over the festive season, but that's not really our thing. We we did no. what we're thankful for. We did the clean handshakes at Thanksgiving. We're not doing that again. We got to stick with our roots. Oh, that felt dirty. It, it felt wrong. It didn't feel right. I, so we're going to stick with what we know. 
Dirty Tackles of the Week, even though it's Christmas week. Uh, Theo, what do you think? I mean, you know, some people could say a swift dirty tackle is the greatest gift of all. It could sort you out. <laughs> some might, yeah, some people will pay a lot of money for that. So It's like, uh, you know, Santa does the coal. This is what we do. It's like, hey, you had a shit year. Shape up. Exactly. For my dirty tackle, I'm going after royalty. Ooh. Or impending royalty. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, lovely couple they are. Uh, they've set a wedding date of Saturday, May 19th. Lovely. Do you know what else is happening on that day? Uh, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I don't know. Is that like... I'll tell you. What? It's England's Premier Cup competition final. The FA Cup final is slated to take place the same day as the royal wedding. Whoa. How can that be possible? Now, our English expert, Ryan, is not here to <laughs> confirm if English people are allowed to have two separate TV monitors going at once, which is what we would do in America. But if that's not the case... You know, the, the nation's going to be split. That Do seems they like watch? a major conflict, yeah. Major conflict. Like, you know, English people, steadfast. They love royals. They love football. You know, what's going to happen? Prince Harry, he's an Arsenal fan, so like he doesn't have to worry about like needing to watch the game himself. Arsenal probably well, not making it to the FA Cup final. Arsenal have been cleaning up the FA Cup lately, though. They've been racking those things up. That's all mm. they can win these days. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, what does that say for Arsenal fans? You have... Maybe the most famous Arsenal fan going right now say, you know what, the one cup competition that we might actually win. He doesn't believe. I'm just going ha- to get married that day. Cause it's <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't believe. He's, no. He's building a distraction in case there's that disappointment, I guess. Right. Smart move on Prince Harry's yeah. part. But yeah, I'm going to have to dirty tackle the royal family for confusing, <laughs> con- confusing England on what to do on Saturday, May 19th. It just seems wrong. Well, I mean, can they even have the FA Cup final? Because will the wedding be at, at Wembley? I would feel like that's where you, you'd have a big royal wedding, at Wembley. I, no? Again, again, we're missing our expert, which is a shame. He would be yeah. of great value for once here to, to set us straight. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think all royal weddings have to be at Wembley, right? I would imagine so. I mean, where else would you have it? One of the yeah, palaces? Uh, that doesn't seem right. you got to have it on no, a big green the, You surface. live in the palace after, right. yeah. Yeah. And, like, where do you have the post-wedding kickabout? That's that, the yeah, thing, yeah? Exactly. Then you got to walk up to do the vows up at the top of the stairs. Yeah. They collect the trophy. They do the vows up uh-huh. there, and then they, yeah. And uh, whoever the president of the FA is, he, like, gives you a medal. <laughs> You're now married. <laughs> yeah, he just gives you both a medal. You don't even kiss. Yeah. You just raise a cup and you're like, ah. You're now royally married. Yeah. You're now yeah. royally fucked. So maybe. So yeah, that's my dirty tackle, Brooks. Just the poor planning on all of England. Poor planning. I mean, clearly this royal wedding's been in the works for, for a year now because it's all, it's all you see in the news headlines. Yeah. And, you know, shout out America getting in, getting in the royal family. Uh, makes me proud to see. But. Yeah, this this no, is like uh, uh, you're supposed to unite the country. This is like don't, an, an MLS club joining the uh, Premier League, almost. You know, literally, it's like the highest form of promotion you could ever get. <laughs> it's like Tampa Bay Rowdies getting called up to the EPL. <laughs> yeah, Meghan Markle was on Suits, which was like a USA cable show, so she wasn't even network yeah. television. So yeah, that's like you're right. The second division, amazing story. The second amazing. division up to the Premier League. Yeah, very impressive. Haven't seen shit like this since Leicester, to be honest. <laughs> wow. So congrats to them. and uh, Congrats to the royal family for getting Dirty Tackled on the Dirty yeah, Tackle podcast. Yeah, that's that's our very... wedding gift. We're not sending anything in the mail. That's it. <laughs> there you go. We can send them a t-shirt. They can share one t-shirt, one Dirty Tackle t-shirt. Sure. As a congrats, you've been Dirty Tackled. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. Uh, so... I'm also going to dirty tackle a very deserving target here. Um, As I'm sure everyone has seen by now, Antoine Griezmann, uh, not doing so hot on the social media this week. Hard to watch. Uh, Yeah, he took took a a, a rough one here. Um, Gave himself a rough one. He gave it, yeah. He dirty tackled himself, to be honest. Uh, So uh, if you haven't seen by some miracle... uh, Antoine Griezmann tweeted a photo of himself uh, dressed as a Harlem Globetrotter. Now, just that in itself, okay, he's a big basketball fan. Why not wear a... uh, Although, he said he was a Harlem Globetrotter, but he was wearing an NBA All-Star jersey. So that that was 
mistake, you know, right off the bat. Just buying the wrong outfit was a mistake. Yeah, and he like very haphazardly applied the number sixty nine on it. He was he was going really big here. He was going really big, and then he's to send it huge. to send it into the stratosphere of wrongness. He painted his entire body black, like uh, like what was that guy in Tropic Thunder? Yeah, don't know his name, but yeah, yeah. So um, he he did that. He he went not just blackface, but the whole yep. the whole nine yards, yep, uh, the whole thing. And this was not a good move, obviously. Well, obviously everyone, but Griezmann, because when people started pointing out how not cool that was, his his initial response was, "Calm down, guys. I'm a fan of the Harlem Globetrotters and the good times. It's a tribute." Uh, but I feel like whenever you tell Twitter to calm down, whenever Twitter's in an no, outrage and you tell them it's to not calm a good down, open. that's not that's not the move. He's like, calm down, guys. A lot of my best friends are black. They sleep over my house yeah, all the time. Yeah, th- that's not going to work. So finally, when that made things even worse, then he finally tweeted an apology. He said he understood that it was wrong, finally, after being told about eight million times. But uh, Antoine Griezmann... I mean, in this day and age, I can I, I understand that some cultures they don't understand that that's wrong somehow, but in this global world of social media, where you know everyone knows right. everything about other cultures or should at this point, you got to know that that's not going to fly. Uh, wow! It's like he used he used the one tool that you know teaches us if you don't already know that like you know you shouldn't be doing this. And he just did himself. Like all the retweets are like, "Look at this picture, ending Antoine Griezmann's like you know PR career <laughs> via at Antoine Griezmann." You never want to do yourself <laughs> via yourself. It's always bad. Yeah. I so mean, you're not the only one that wants to dirty tackle him. I'm sure his agent, you know, once the phone started ringing off the hook, wanted to dirty tackle him too. Puma just signed him to a brand new endorsement deal. It's all bad for Tuan, man. But what made it so much worse was, was the doubling down with, the, "Hey, calm down, guys. It's cool. I'm a fan." <laughs> he's a, fa- he's a mean, fan of the good times and blackface. The, I guess, yeah, the, the good times. He, he he's a fan of the good times. Well, this was not a good time for him. Uh, this this no, one. This I'm not, not a fan of this go. time. And so Antoine Griezmann. Uh, yeah, you're certainly not the first dirty tackle for him, but certainly also not the last. <laughs> have we dirty tackled him before? I, no, I just mean like you know humans of of the earth have been dirty tackling him for the last 48 <laughs> hours. In, so in, yeah. pile on. Yeah. Okay. Deservedly so. Right. Yeah, so just one more dirty tackle to the mix for Antoine Griezmann. Hopefully it's enough to get that makeup off his body. And, uh, yeah, wow, Antoine Griezmann. Jeez. Yeah. That's incredible. All right, so let's let's cleanse the palate here. A little eggnog for the soul now. And uh, let's go to our sponsor. This holiday season... Give your family the gift of an updated holiday hit catalog. Bob Bradley sings the Christmas classics. Hear timeless classics like this. Jingle Bob, Jingle Bob, Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in an open-top convertible in L.A. Hey! (laughs) And who can forget this? Hark the Herald Michael sing, glory to Toronto's king. And one your family will be singing for generations to come. I'm dreaming of a black and gold hype beast Christmas. <laughs> Just like the ones I used to know. With Pete. When Pete used to cook my whole family the pasta vajul on Christmas Eve, it was great. But now we're doing it L.A. style. Palm trees. <laughs> Bob Bradley's Christmas Hits. Only available on 8-track tape. And yours for three easy payments of 1995. A Merry Christmas to all of yous. Uh, we're not using the Christmas tree formation, though. We're going empty bucket with two strong holding defensive <laughs> midfielders. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. 
Old Lang Bob. Help us start off the new year right by going to patreon.com slash dirty tackle and supporting the show. Make a resolution to improve your wardrobe with a DT shirt. Join a new gang by initiating yourself into the Extra Time Gang with access to our exclusive bonus segment every week, which will be free for everyone this week as our gift to you. It's free to everyone this week. Just stay tuned after the uh, the last segment. And uh, we'll also have a special written present for all of our Patreons on patreon.com slash tackle. so keep an eye out for that. Theo Messi Christmas cards coming at you in the mail. Picture well, included. It's going to be a special Christmas note from a uh, special DT personality, so keep an eye out for that. It's going to be very, very good if I do say so myself. All, all I'll say is get your mayonnaise ready. Get your Christmas mayonnaise mm. ready. Yeah. Mayonnaise is big around Christmas, yeah? Uh, for For some people. Yeah, for for one for one person for one I person, know, for yeah, one, person one person I know, it's very big. Yeah, it's, we're not talking about me. No, we're not, or or Ryan for that matter. Nah, you don't count. So yeah, patreoncom tackle. Get on it. Do it. Do it. You know, slide down the chimney, the Patreon chimney, and uh, yeah, drop some drop some coins in the stocking, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get yourself some Bob Bradley Christmas songs, and then. And then do the uh, the Patreon. It's stuff. really the best. It's really the best gift. It is. Uh, it's I, got the it, gift. I got it for my dad. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year round. That's great. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, another new special holiday segment. We're calling it Naughty or Nice. So here's how this works. Each of us will will pick three people who are were either naughty or nice this year, and we're going to give them a a gift or a punishment. Uh, you know, uh, either a not so nice gift or a, or a good gift. So mm-hmm. Theo, who do you, something they deserve? Who something well deserved? So Theo, who was on your list here? So I'm gonna start off my list with a with a personal favorite, Mino Raiola. Now, Mino, a lot of you might be thinking, Mino, you know, super agent, unsettling entire global football giants. He has everything, time. right? What do you get the man that has everything? He's got, yeah. What do you get the super agent that has everything? Right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that was a big pause for very little payoff. <laughs> but, but maybe that's what you get him. You just get him more money. Because when you're Mino and you're hunting down the deals, all you want is the currency. And I don't even know if Santa Claus or, or Theo Messi himself needs to step in to give him this. Because... Well, he- I think Mino is, is working on these gifts himself with this Mino most recent kind of unsettling is. of Gianluigi Donnarumma. He's about to re-give himself the best gift he ever gave himself. I mean, yeah. Which is either a new, improved AC Milan contract for Donnarumma or actually getting him out, which he wanted to do in the first place. Isn't Mino the ultimate Santa Claus himself? I mean, he's the one that gives the gifts of big contracts and new players to clubs. Right. But I sometimes mean, Santa needs a gift himself. Right. But, yeah, I mean, he gets himself some big commissions. Mino is like the Santa Claus of, of football players. He is. Like, like he's when got... Zlatan hangs out with Mino, he feels like a young little lion cub sitting on a mall Santa's lap <laughs> all over again. Now, with Mino, we've talked about his wardrobe before. You know, his his open shirts and his uh, his polos. We talked his vacation yep. wear. Stunner so, shades. Yeah. Is there any uh, any clothing you could get him, maybe? So, yeah, he's, you know, like all of us, he's getting older. Not to say he's anywhere <laughs> past his prime. He's, he's entering prime agent years. He's but, a, yeah, he's in his prime agent in years. Yeah, physical, physical prime, <laughs> mental prime, uh, middle finger giving prime. <laughs> yeah, uh, his, his, but it seems to be getting a bit sparse on top. Yeah, you know, as it does yeah. for for men of that age, it happens. And I think the perfect compliment to his already ravishing wardrobe would be a fedora. Oh. I think if Mino were to start rocking a fedora, he would really drive home that, you know, that weird Venice Beach <laughs> mob boss, uh, you know, visual aesthetic he's putting out there. Yeah, the, the open probably, polo and a fedora, that's a good look. And it, Yeah, and it's not like he could have any less respect from uh, club directors in the global football community. They probably all hate his Gus. So, you know, what's a little fedora on top? You know? He strolls in with his polo, his shorts, and his... Yeah, his, tips his hat. Puts it back on. 
Yeah, his sandals and a fedora in the middle of winter. Yeah. That's, that's good, what it is because it's always vacation look. for Mino. Yeah. Mino time is like island time. Island. <laughs> so you got to add the fedora. You got to have the chancletas on. You know, he's he's always on vacay, but he's making money. I, I love so it. You, so you, you wouldn't go the Antonio Conti hair transplant. You just go with the fedora. The easier fix. Yeah, because Mino, if, if he's one thing, he's authentic. You know, yeah. he's gonna shoot you straight, straight in the face, <laughs> um, with his essence. His Mino essence. So he doesn't need to be covering anything up because he's a real man. Well, real the, the fedora covers up, but it's a fashion accessory too. So yeah. It adds. Exactly. It doesn't cover. It adds. It adds. Correct. Yeah. So that's Mino. Merry Christmas, Mino. Happy like Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. You're the man. Keep doing what you do. Fedora for uh, Next up, another, another nice guy, Benjamin Mendy. Let's take a moment to commend him, huh? You know, he came in as one of Pep Guardiola's fullback army. You know, maybe the most heralded member was supposed to, you know, change the way they're playing on the flanks. And, you know, he played a couple games and was great, then got hurt. But he's maintained his presence in the Man City dressing well, room on social media. He's been an absolute live wire for he's shown all his Premier true League talents fans. here on social media. He's, he's amazing. Become a he's a superstar in this regard. Yeah. An absolute superstar off the pitch. And I think that's commendable because mm-hmm. we all know he's a fun kid, but he would much rather be actually playing football in this well, record breaking side. And also, let's be honest here. For a while there, Man City's social media game was trend setting. It was far and away the best for, for a long while. They did the YouTube videos, they had uh, Alexander Kolarov singing Jingle Bells. It was great, mm-hmm. great stuff. Balotelli, even better than Bob Bradley. Yeah, even better than Bob Bradley. They Balotelli doing stuff. It was just magic. And then things got a little bit stale. But now they have Mendy in there just once again bring it to new heights. It's 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 incredible stuff. Yeah, it's been amazing. So he's given us all a gift, you know, he's yeah. elevated the Shark team and that whole mentality and Bobo pipe in this this post match interview with him and Kevin where he gives Kevin a little kiss on the cheek and he <laughs> says, Oh, I love Kevin. Kevin is tired. How are you tired as well? No, he's not tired. Every time you have power. <laughs> are you gonna be champions this season? We, we want to be champion. We we, we we cannot say we're champion yet. We, we're in a good position. You need to keep going, and uh, hopefully in the end we can celebrate. What do you think about it? Are you going to be champions? And you, what do you think? I think you will. You think uh, we win? It was, it was great. It was amazing. You know, he just does what he wants. He's, he's a great spirit. Um, so I'd like to get Mendy uh, a new leg so he could get back on the pitch. <laughs> as soon as possible because he deserves it do we want that though because then he wouldn't have as much time to do social media right but as you said the holidays is a time for generosity and i don't want to be selfish i want to keep mendy off the pitch you know his tweets are great but i know he's even greater uh in his left back position so that's that's what i'd like to give him i mean in a way he's kind of like the tiny tim of man city he's got the one good leg the one bum Mm -hmm. leg and he's lovable you know you want to so he, he warms your heart you know, he is the true spirit. This of is a season when Man City, you know, they're dominating. It could be real easy to hate them. It would be mm-hmm. real easy to see them as just this all-powerful force. And you know, Pep Guardiola, he has his detractors. But Mendy, sure. you just look at him, and he says, "You know, Merry Christmas, everyone." And I love Kevin De Bruyne, and it just melts your heart. It just melts it that does. Scrooge heart. And yeah, it's it's he's, he's easy to love. He's even making me think about getting a Christmas tree this year. Wow. Just with his spirit, his wow. holiday spirit and cheer. The the Grinch that is Theo Messi is is even warming up this season because of Mendy. Yeah, That's shark impressive. team. Yeah, wow. All right, so that was all nice and good. It's a lot of positivity. Those guys. Let's bring it so back fuck to the that naughty noise. list. Let's get to it. Top of the naughty list. Bruce Arena. Duh. Uh-oh. Fuck Bruce, Bruce Arena. Perhaps the naughtiest honestly. of of all this season. This honestly, year. like what a little dickhead little kid <laughs> on the naughty list. You know, playing all the wrong players in US World Cup qualifiers, taking the joyful gift of a World Cup that we get once every 4 years, yeah. taking that straight away, burning your Christmas tree down, pulling the lights down, <laughs> rubbing your face in the yellow snow. It's unbelievable. <laughs> this guy was the naughtiest of the year in soccer. And I he was real confident, he too. He rolled up yeah. thinking, oh, I'm getting everything I want this year. There's right, no right. way. There is and no way I'm getting skipped over this year. act like that, you know? They're like right. bratty little kids. They think, mm-hmm. you know, they're entitled to everything. Yeah, and a lot I'm of entitlement there. I, yeah, you're right, though. It's, it's not just the results, which are unacceptable. 
and naughty. It's the way he acted in the wake of those results, not even admitting to his wrongdoing. That's the type of shit that Theo Messi Claus sees when you go to sleep <laughs> at night. I see that. Santa Claus sees it too. We all see it. You know, you're not hiding that from nobody. You'd be on national TV saying, you know, you picked all the right players and it's not that big a deal. We didn't make the World Cup, but we see the truth. So I hope Bruce Arena, not only I hope he never gets an arena actually named after him, I hope he never gets another Christmas gift. Wow. So that, that's not just coal for this Christmas. That's coal for every Eternal holiday. Christmases. Yeah. He's getting coal for, for Easter. He's getting coal for Arbor Day. He's getting what he deserves. for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bob You're Bradley, right, top though. of the or not Bob Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Bradley is on neither list. He's not important. He just no. uh, he just pumps out Christmas hits. <laughs> Bruce Arena, on the other hand, top of the naughty list. Yeah, tippy tippy top. I agree. Mm-hmm. He gets a visit from Krampus this year, I think. Yo, Krampus should like burn his house down straight up. <laughs> He's gonna trap him in a snow globe for all eternity, and just yes. Bob at a press conference forever answering for his failures for all time. That's yeah, how it works. Sure. That's how Krampus works. Sure, 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 yeah. yeah. Who am I to say? Yeah. I thought Krampus is like what you got when you ran. No, Krampus, oh, Krampus is like the evil Santa. He. Oh, yeah? He's the one that deals with people like Bob uh, Bruce Arena. Not Bob Bradley. He's good. But Bob Bradley is, is we, along we, with Benjamin Mendy, Bob Bradley <laughs> is representative of the true spirit of Christmas. <laughs> I, I'm dreaming of a black and gold Christmas. I can't get it out of my head. I got no, me Bob neither. Bradley in the brain. But That's going to be Arena, just on repeat on the 25th. Bruce Arena getting a visit from Krampus. Yeah. And you know who else is getting a visit from Krampus? Who's that? Moving on to my list. Anthony Precourt. Oh. Buck two thumb of a man himself, Anthony Can Precourt. Can there be two top of the naughty list? Because I think Bruce needs to move his fat ass yes. over. Yes. He's their, their co, co-toppers on that list. Anthony Precourt. You know what I'm giving him? What's that? I'm giving him a one-way ticket to... I'm going to build a prison in downtown Columbus. Even if they already have mm-hmm. one, I'm going to build a worse one in downtown Columbus yeah. and stick him in there forever. So he can never leave Columbus, Ohio. So he is stuck there forever. I mean, That's his just punishment. one quick suggestion. Maybe maybe put the prison uh, a bit further outside of downtown and maybe they can use that downtown land to build that new stadium. Just yeah, thinking, a new stadium for a new club that he does not own while he is in prison in the outskirts of Columbus. Just him all by himself. Yeah. And, uh, and it should just be all their games on a loop. Just exactly. over and over and over. Yeah. And you know who's going to be the jailer? The warden of this who, prison? The guard. The guard. The prison guard. Yeah. Frankie Hayduke. Oh, Columbus yeah. legend himself, just Dude. chugging beers, chugging beers outside that jail and taunting him all day, all night. I love it. I absolutely love yeah. it. Frankie Hayduke, who apparently drinks twelve shots of espresso a day, <laughs> will be the most energetic prison guard of all time. And obviously, with his personal ties, he'll be just ruining Anthony yeah. Precourt's life. And that's the Christmas miracle we all need. Exactly. So, Anthony Precourt, get ready for your jail, your Columbus jail. You yeah, deserve it. You deserve it. Hashtag save the crew. Uh, but moving on. Um, hashtag what... Frankie Hayduke is addicted to espresso. <laughs> That's a good hashtag too. Hash, hashtag save Frankie Hayduke from his <laughs> espresso addiction. <laughs> Does he ever sleep? I mean, if you're doing that much espresso, you can't be sleeping at all. Don't think. Yeah, if, you, if you're not drinking espresso and you're just doing it, it's you're in a bad yeah. spot. <laughs> all right, so one more naughty lister for me. Um, Mr. Wayne Rooney, he's been on the, on the naughty list. He's he's been banging in goals, uh, topping. He's got ten. He's 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 got ten before Christmas, and I, there's some idiot on the show told me he wasn't going to score seven. Exactly. That's why. That's the real reason why Ryan Bailey is not here. We booted him for being wrong about yeah. Wayne Rooney. Uh, that was his punishment. He gets to sit one out uh, on a on a fabulous cruise with his wife. Yep. <laughs> not not quite the Precourt punishment. Right, yeah, it's kind of uh, the opposite of that. Frankie Hayduke will not be sliding down the water slide and kicking <laughs> Ryan Bailey in the face on the Carnival Cruise, that's for sure. I could see Hayduke being like the master of fun and games on a Carnival Cruise as his retirement That's what he does job. in the off-season. Yeah, that's if his... If this, hey, if this uh, Precourt thing doesn't work out... That's, that's his retirement gig. Yeah. But, but Wayne Rooney, uh, once again, I mean, I feel like he's a perennial naughty lister. He's always on there. 
He's always doing things uh, not so naughty nice. Things. Naughty things, right? So uh, in light of his naughtiness this year uh, of uh, driving drunk and with um, women who are not his wife in the passenger seat uh, in Volkswagen Beetles that he does not own, I'm giving him <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving him a uh, Uber gift card just ah. to uh, so it's kind of a gift. But you know what? Wayne Rooney has been finding the positives in his punishments lately, so I feel like I couldn't really even punish him. He'd just find the positive in it. Because I don't know if you saw, but he's been doing his community service for his drunk driving uh, uh, punishment. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what? It's great. I love it. It's really peaceful and wonderful. I like it. So if he's what enjoying is, What kind of community service is he doing? I don't know. He's like gardening or in a community center. Or he's I don't know what it he's does doing. Does sound peaceful. Scoring Good goals for Everton. That's probably community service. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. So if if he's finding the the positives in that, I feel like I can't really punish him. So I'm just going to give him an Uber gift card and make sure he's not driving on the roads drunk anymore. Yeah, maybe maybe a bus pass so he a doesn't have pa- like yeah. the aux cord plug in. That's even better. A bus he can't pass. even listen to his own music. Maybe a hobo will be drooling on him. That seems, <laughs> seems yeah. super appropriate. L- Liverpool fans taunting him. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a bus pass for Wayne Rooney. And then I'm going to close it out. Not. I'm going to close it out with uh, one nice lister for me. The aforementioned Andrea Pirlo. He's retiring. I'm going to send him off on the nice list. I'm going to send him off with a brand new PS4. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if everyone knows this. Theo, I'm not sure if you know this, but Andrea Pirlo is a big big PlayStation fan. Oh, yeah? When he wrote his amazing autobiography, if you haven't read that yet, pick it up as a gift to yourself this holiday season. Mm -hmm. He wrote... After the wheel, the best invention is the PlayStation. Yeah, I that, agree. That's high praise. That's a fact. Apparently, him lie. and Gattuso were big on the, uh, or him and Nesta, sorry. Him and Nesta were mm. big on the uh, FIFA back in the day. Okay. And uh, they were having their, their epic duels at the at Milanello. He said, we right, get. And, but at, at the World Cup as well, the famous story goes, Pirlo. Uh, he played PlayStation all night. He played FIFA all night before the World Cup final because he doesn't give a toss about pressure. Well, he said at Milanello, Milan's training ground, he said, we get in early, have breakfast at 9, and then close ourselves off in our room to challenge each other, train, have lunch, and then it was back in our room again until 4 in the afternoon. Our battles were pure adrenaline. I chose Barcelona. Sandrino did too. Barca against Barca. The first player I take was Samuel Eto'o, the fastest out of everyone. Though I often lost, I'd become furious. I'd throw the joystick, demand a rematch, and lose again. But I couldn't <laughs> use the excuse that the coach of his team was better better than mine. Pep Guardiola for him, Pep Guardiola for me. At least on the bench, we started equal. Wow! So that's that's some intensity on the old FIFA 14. I think it was that they were that's playing. some intensity. That's some really poor writing so um, <laughs> it's not even a not a great anecdote but hey so now that he's retired he now that he's retired I'll, I'll give him the upgrade the ps4 the new system nice. and uh he can play him and nesta also he's got some retired. time on his hands they both do yeah they could both play uh online get the headsets going challenge each other some epic duels might want to get him a few extra joysticks. Yeah, some extra controllers, too, in case he, he breaks a few of them, which he probably will. Yeah. I given, s- given the way the new FIFA plays... <laughs> He's going to need them. <laughs> I could see him breaking some controllers if that's his MO. But see, I can't see Pirlo getting that worked up, that emotional, uh, that he's throwing joysticks around. Can you? Yeah? No. No? Yeah. I agree with you. He seems so mellow with his, his homemade wine, just drinking that. Yeah. I can't see him doing that. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So send that PS4. We'll see what happens. Andrea, it's in the mail. Merry Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, Enjoy it. Tutto ragazzi. Buon Natale. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Pasta vajul. (laughs) Was that Peter Yellow? He's gonna make him some. That's how you say uh, Happy Christmas in Italian. Okay. I thought we were gonna get a visit from Pete and Anton, but they're probably busy. Making their seven fishes for Christmas Eve. 
<laughs> Christmas right, so, Eve is the only night that we don't eat pasta vajul. <laughs> uh, okay. Final segment here. Uh, we're not just giving gifts to the naughty and nice players and coaches out there. We're giving gifts to, to the supporters. Because, you know, the supporters need some love, too. The people that make the game happen. Exactly, yeah. Right, so, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously looking out for uh, my fellow U.S. men's national team supporters. Been a been a banner shitty year for us. <laughs> One of the worst They need ever. something good, yeah. Yeah, you need some good shit in your life. So, I'm getting y'all free summer-long passes to Six Flags. You know, Ooh. you need something to do. You need a roller coaster to ride <laughs> when you don't have the USMNT in the group stage. You know, yeah. you want the thrills of those late winners. You can go ride the Spider-Man ride. It's almost the same. A nice distraction from the World Cup in Russia. Exactly, exactly. And I'll get you a free subscription to Ancestry.com in case you want to find a new home nation to uh, to bang with at the Russian <laughs> World Cup. Find that, that 1% German that... Uh, yeah, whatever you need. Yeah. Brazil? Maybe you're a little Brazilian. There you go, yeah? sure. Hopefully you're not Italian because they're not there either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you probably got some you probably got some mutt blood in you. Yeah, it's, it's you a weird, little rough for Peter Americans. Ariello, but yeah, I, I, Pete's yeah, so I feel bad for Pete for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm getting, my fellow USMNT fans. Maybe Pete. Nice. Maybe Pete has some Icelandic in him. Who knows? Yeah, we'll we'll probably. find it. We'll we'll root it out and uh... we'll send. I mean, Pete obviously supports the USMNT. You know, watching Bobby go to the World Cup that one year was uh, was an amazing experience for his childhood friend. Uh, so, you know, yeah, he'll, he'll get a free Ancestry.com uh, six-month trial. Nice. That's very generous of you. Yeah, whatever. All right, what are you, you getting, you getting gifts for people still? I am, and, and uh, this one is also very much needed. Uh, Arsenal fans, you know, we give them a lot of crap on the show here. We, we give As them they a good ribbing all year round. So I thought it'd be nice for once and uh, play nice with the Arsenal supporters. Aww. I'm giving them all lunch boxes. Some That's nice cute. Thierry Henry knee slide lunch boxes. Thierry Henry, king of football lunch boxes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, so why am I doing this, you might ask? Because these pe- these Arsenal supporters should not be eating food at the Emirates. It has just been revealed that the Emirates has been dealing with a major mouse infestation on what the Daily Mail terms a damning hygiene report (laughs) with extensive evidence of droppings in the VIP box kitchens. Wow. So not even the VIP box. Yeah, not even the VIP box is safe. Not even their food is safe. That's when you know your club is a shambles when the VIP box has mouse poo all over it. Yeah. Those super expensive uh Emirates ticket prices can't even buy you a non poop infested meal, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> can't even buy you a mousetrap. Yeah. So, uh, off- it says officers found mouse droppings in a variety of places, including under and behind ovens, under pipe work, in pot wash areas, and in the under, midfield. under shelving area, shelving units. Yeah, in the midfield, on the pitch, <laughs> in, Ar- top. in Arsene Wenger's office. <laughs> On the bench in Alexis Sanchez's underwear. <laughs> so there's just mice everywhere at the Emirates. It's it's a That's total good. infestation. Uh, yeah, whatever you do, do not eat the food there. Uh, yeah. So that's why they need the lunchbox. They got pack bring, your lunch. Pack bring your lunch. Your exactly. They probably won't let you in the in the ground with the outside food, but eat it quick at the gate and then go in. Yeah. Or just be like, what do you want me to do? You guys got mice everywhere. <laughs> yeah, say, I'm, I'm not sure e- they'll understand. Say, I'm not eating rat poop and uh, yeah. scarf down your sandwich, your bacon buddy, and and spare yourself some uh, some Jeez. nasty stomach issues later on. Yeah, I'm gonna pay a hundred quid to sit in Rosed, <laughs> eat mouse poop, and watch shit on the pitch. Sounds great. Yeah, that that shit buddy isn't a isn't a good idea. Arsenal, jeez, man. Ugh. So that's, you know what? that's join rough. the rest of the Arsenal fans. Come to America. Put your Gooner jersey on on Saturday morning. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, watch, do as do as the rest do. Watch from a nice artisanal pub in in Brooklyn. Yeah, maybe like a gastro pub. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have a, have an IPA before ten a.m. Yeah, and something with foam on it. A little spicy. Mm-hmm. Why not? Sure. 
So I think uh, let, let's give one more gift out here. Okay. I got you one know. more. I got one more in my big sack. Maybe one one supporter in particular who maybe has had some tough times of late. Right. Yeah. This is this is direct. So yeah. So Freddie do. He's basically a supporter at this point. <laughs> oh. So wow. this gift is for Freddie. Uh, we've we've gotten him a trial. He's been, he's been known for extensive trials all over the globe. Uh, trained under you know some of the best managers like Sir Alex Ferguson and Peter Novak, and also some managers I've never heard of. Uh, so we've gotten him another trial because we, we don't want him to get you know soft. We don't want him to get bored. Yeah. He's got to he's got to keep doing something, right? But what trial hasn't he been on yet? What trial hasn't he so, had yet? So we've got him a six month trial uh, for title the music streaming service <laughs> because Freddie is a big movie buff. They've got movies on there. They've got original content. They've got music. You're you know, right. He's always tweeting keep, about movies. He's watching a lot of movies. Something to keep him busy. So I got him a trial <laughs> with title. That's incredibly generous. Uh, Shouts a, to Jay Z. Free trial that you got presumably for free yourself. I'm not even his agent. It's crazy. <laughs> does he still have an agent at this point? He, I mean, if he does, he's not doing a good job because I haven't seen him on trial in like three weeks. So yeah, the, here you go. What do you get for the man who's at all the trials? A title trial. Yeah, a trial, a free trial, the title. A free for trial for title. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. And on that note, I think that's all for regular time. Merry Christmas, Fred. Join us for extra time, which will be free once again. So you'll all hear this. So just stay tuned. Um, we'll just you literally have to do nothing. Just don't yeah, move. Don't do anything. Don't touch anything. Just no, stay nothing. exactly where you are. Do not breathe on anything. Stop. Do not just move. Stop. Don't. We're going to be discussing the merits of the winter break. The FIFA 18 digital kits that just dropped. So we'll be visiting Theo's kit corner. Don't miss Digi-kits. that. Digi-kits. Theo's DigiKit Corner. Yeah, I'm just sad that Ryan isn't here to share his disgust with this yeah, topic. Yeah, Ryan loves a good DigiKit. Oh, he's he's must be stewing on that cruise of his. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll Man to overboard it. when he heard, when he read about mm-hmm. these digital kits. <laughs> he he had to be pulled out of the ocean, <laughs> wherever he is. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to producer Bobo. Who is always on our nice list? Top, never He's naughty, the Bruce Rina of always our nice, nice. List. Bobo Martino. On social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at Brooks DT. Uh, Ryan Bailey, uh, what should we say? His his uh, uh, Twitter feed. Ryan's Ryan's Twitter handle is at Freddie Adu. <laughs> uh, send all your trials there. Yeah. All the free trials you have, all the codes, trial codes. Any, like, discount codes, Groupons, whatever. <laughs> he needs them, yeah. Vac- vacuum cleaner <laughs> bags. Oh, wow. Theo, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at DT, which stands for Dirty Tackle, which is the name of the podcast you just listened to. Yeah, it's, it, it's all making sense now. It all happened like that. Wow. Lot of wins. And you're still listening because we're going straight into extra time. Exactly. Do not. We're there. Move. Don't move. I think we're there. Yeah, what, what, what? Yeah, we're here already. Are we there yet? We're, we are there yet. We've arrived in extra time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for not touching anything. For not ruining yeah, this. Thanks for not moving. Yeah. So not making a peep. This is Extra Time. This is our special bonus segment that usually only a, an exclusive few can hear. And, uh, you know, this is unlike the Arsenal uh, exclusive VIP kitchens. There's no mouse poop here. No. We Not have a metaphorical mouse poop. We have a certified it, A rating from all the health services in the area. It's like mouse caviar everywhere. <laughs> there is no mouse poo in your ears. Just... Yeah. Just the shit that we spew uh, yep. ourselves, which is which is good shit. To it be is. Honest. It's great. A. It's it's uh... also like, yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say. You can tell extra time's great. Um, <laughs> oh, what I was gonna say is, yeah, like to all you you broke boy and broke girl listeners who are not typical ET gang members, welcome in. Uh, this is what you're missing. We we still love you, but just not nearly as much as as the true ET gang. So we're gonna give you a little little sizzler sampler. 
of some ET goodness, and we hope you'll uh, come back. Exactly. So starting things off in this special extra time, extra time for everyone, I'm going to call it. E.T. for everyone. E.T. 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 for everyone. Everyone's game. Hashtag everyone's game. Right. Shout out Kyle Martino. Uh, so winter breaks. Uh, I feel like this has been a long debated topic. England does not believe in the winter break. They have their festive fixtures uh, where they go even harder over the holidays. Yeah. It's just nonstop. It's not even like. Crazy town. Uh, you know, just maintaining. They go harder. No. They go. Yeah, they turn up the dial. They go pure Scrooge. Uh, Bob Cratchit. Not only are you working, but you're working overtime, night and day. Right. Well, I mean, let's not compare playing football to getting the black lung in a coal factory. <laughs> but yes, they they are doing their job while the rest of us are just sitting at home getting fat. Yeah, and as as much as I enjoy that tradition of watching uh, English football over the holidays on. On Christmas and Boxing Day and, and all that. Well, I guess it's not on Christmas, but on Boxing Day. But interestingly not- enough, they used to go harder. They used to play on Christmas Day and on Boxing Day, back wow. to back. See, that that's that's pure Victorian era, era scrooginess. Yeah. I mean... I would wow. bring it back, but I'm a psycho. So as much as I enjoy watching it, I do feel bad for the players and the staff. You know, everybody that's to work these matches... Uh, it's mm-hmm. not just the players; it's the people serving mouse poop in the kitchens and yep, and all yep. that. It's it's hard work and for guarding everyone. players from kicking fans in the head and right. All, all They're the being kept away from their families over this wonderful period, and while other countries are on break and enjoying their their holiday, so and getting rested up. So this is the other key: they're also getting rested up for that big World Cup next summer. Whereas right, right, the, those players are the players are getting rest for the World Cup, but also they're they're getting rest for the rest of the season for for Champions League running. Right, um, for those a lot of this debate of England, they say that you know the English clubs are a bit behind the eight ball because of not only the fixture congestion, but that it comes in the winter break period for all these other clubs. Uh, it starts to it starts to wear towards the end of the season when international and, and European trophies are up for grabs. Right. So let's start with the the bigger picture question first. I'm happy the way it is. You know, I see. Uh, yeah. You know, Italian football culture, Spanish football culture, German football culture. This is what they do. And as I said before, English football culture. They used to play even more than they do now. Uh, so I think it's fine. I, I I do see what you're saying about the players wanting to be with their families, but. Uh, some would say, some corny, old, sappy bastard would say that football is the greatest family of all. So when you're at your Boxing Day <laughs> so match really they're and you're with their true in the supporters section giving the wank sign to you know the rival supporters <laughs> and flip, flipping off people with your kids, Merry Christmas. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think England should go on winter break? Uh, I do. Okay. I, I think in this age of global football and you know you have the the summer competitions there really is no breaks at all anymore Great. i think the winter like most jobs to be fair should, should exist most jobs everyone. don't have breaks not right, not even all-star podcasters get a break from podcasting <laughs> yeah we never stop it's it's uh festive fixtures for us all yep. year round but uh, i do i feel like there should be a break um, even though I do enjoy watching the the Boxing Day matches and all that, um, I think there should be uniformity across across Europe and, and keep it even for everyone. So, so which brings me to my next question uh, of why I believe that. I feel like the English clubs get punished in Europe uh, in the in the long run because they don't get that break, and especially this season where you have was it five English clubs in the knockout stage of the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, my next question is: Do you think that they will suffer because they're going hard domestically through this this period, whereas everyone else gets a break? It'll be interesting to see because uh, this is the best English clubs have done um, in Europe in quite some time. But you know, English clubs have won the Champions League before, and and it's not without precedent. Uh, but I, I really think this is going to be put to the test this year because you do have a side like a Manchester City who most pundits are calling not only the best team in England, but the best team in the world right now. So it's going to be super interesting to see as they win games across four competitions and play over the holidays, etc. It's going to be interesting to see if they can finish strong uh, in Europe with with such a stacked field. Yeah. I mean, obviously, English clubs have 
performed very well in the Champions League in the past, so it hasn't. It's not always a detriment, but when you it's have, more just a convenient detriment when they all flame out. True. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if all five, <laughs> it's, uh, go out it's the, the fixture congestion. Yeah. You know? If all five go out in the round of sixteen, I'm sure that'll be the excuse. But there you go. Yeah. The English papers will run with that one for, for certain. <laughs> so I guess something to watch, but. Ryan's boys, the Daily Mail, already have that headline typed out. Just waiting to go. <laughs> and now that the rat poop story is is out the door, they can focus on on those excuses. Yeah, it's perfect. But uh, but yeah, I, I think I think winter breaks. It's it's time, and I think uh, it's come World Cup time. That break does have an impact. I really do believe that. Yeah, I'm not even gonna front like a big part of the reason I don't want to break is because I selfishly just love watching all the football over the holidays. It's well, that's that's, that's the only reason I'm torn because uh, as a fan, I selfishly enjoy it too. But right, don't do yourself, Brooks. That's what Griezmann did. He did himself. <laughs> don't do yourself and I, add a, a winter break to one of the happiest times of the year. I don't know if we can compare fans. this to Griezmann's infractions. but nope. I nope. see what you mean. We can't. We can't. Yeah. So that's. That's a split decision on winter breaks, I think. So uh, let's just maintain football for everyone. Yeah, keep it going. In England. All right, next up on the docket, we have a new incredible concept that, once again, is blowing the mind of Mr. Ryan Bailey as we speak. Just imagine blood pouring from a, a man's ears, and that's Ryan Bailey right now. On the open ocean. On the open ocean. The digital fourth kit. In FIFA 18, so they, they just announced this. These are new designs, uh, new kits that are only in FIFA 18 for four major clubs: for Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Manchester United, and Juventus. And uh, this is yeah, an incredible concept that is once again speaks to this new world of digital madness that is going on first you have the digital player alex hunter living his life in in the fifa games and having his shirt la galaxy team stores everywhere exactly having his his shirt sold by the la galaxy in real life well now you have kits that are only available in digital form so you can't buy these kits like, i don't like think Ryan you Billy can Music which is kind of crazy walk to the shop and buy them i don't think you can but that's seems crazy to me because i mean because the golden rule of football is everything, sell everything. is done to make money exactly and the the golden rule of of kids is sell them all yeah. make as much money as you possibly sell can sell them all yeah have 20 and they of them. did new ones yeah. every year so yeah so i'm confused theo let, let's enter your kit corner here and uh let's get some reviews going what do you think of these designs first of all so the thing with these digital kits uh it's a shame you can't buy them because some of them are pretty fantastic. nice. Yeah, some of them are pretty nice. I think they're really, really cool. Um, obviously a bit loud, as you would imagine a fourth kit, which isn't really a concept to be. They're kind of, you know, <laughs> breaking ground. Uh, so let's see. We've got United. You know, looks like one of those art, like black papers you used to use in art class, where you take like a wooden <laughs> pencil and you like etch out the parts and they show colors. It's like that with red. It's like so a that's red probably the worst camo one. design or something. Yeah, it's weird. It's 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 everything you would expect a Manchester United digital fourth kit to look and like. And then with Adidas three stripe hoops along the sleeves and the shorts legs. And the shorts, yeah, yeah, which yeah, a bit loud, but very loud, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I mean Manchester United. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, Juventus. So they go all in with their digital fourth kit on the new Juve logo, the big J that some people say looks like it's for a car company or something else. Uh, so they've basically they've taken that symbol and blown it to the full size of the front of the shirt. Uh, I respect now, this. Theo. I have to say, I have gone on record uh, not liking that new J, that new I know. logo. I like I this know, shirt, but I need to respect. I like I this shirt. Oh, see, as a shirt it's design, you... I think it's nice. I still don't like the logo yeah. as a crest, as a club badge, right? But as a shirt, it's it's kind of cool. You've got to respect it. It's it's a bit abstract, it you know, because it's it's bigger, it's blown up. Yeah. But they've they've gone all in on this new J identity. They literally have the J badge on the J shirt. Uh, call it what you will, but you better goddamn respect the old lady for doing that. <laughs> uh, it's a strong move in the digital fourth kit realm. Um, 
Nothing, nothing but love for 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 Juve on that tip. Real Madrid. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little disappointed. It's just with solid black. What's the deal here? It's I it's mean, solid black with the Club World Cup thing on the front because they won it. But I'm pretty sure Real Madrid had a real life second kit that looked like this. You know, yeah. Last year, this, this is kind of par for the course for Real Madrid. I feel like for a digital fourth kit, you got to go big or go home. And they have yeah, not like gone for a big. thing that doesn't exist. Exactly. You, you know, you want to do Man United. You want to have like a a devilish red glitch all over your kit, yeah. or a big J in the case of Juventus. This uh, not very inspiring. It's not. It's it's the exact opposite of inspiring. It's just super boring. Yeah, and then finally, uh, you got to have four clubs if you're talking digital fourth kits. <laughs> Everybody knows that. FC Bayern. They've got a decent one. They've got. Uh, the the stripes on the sleeves that United have, but they also have three red stripes diagonally across their shirt the, on a black field. The three it looks stripes great. sash. Three stripes sash. Three stripes on the sleeves. Three stripes is the brand. Uh, red um, Bayern Munich Adidas forever. Red sash on all black solid black shirt. It's a good shirt, man. It's, I think that one's my favorite. If these were real things, I would wear that one. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously this is going to be a, a new trend. They're going to do this more and more probably. But, I mean, the concept of kits that are only available in a video game, uh, I mean, I guess it makes sense. And I'm sure it's only a matter of time before they are sold in real life. But, yeah, this is this is how they, they get a fourth kit in the mix. And I'm sure... In there, yeah. They launch it first in a video yeah. game, and then everybody wants it. Like kits are kind of like razor blades on a on a shaver. You know, for mm-hmm. a long time, it was just the one blade, and everything yep. was fine. Then it was two blades. Sure. And it's like okay, yeah. that kind of makes sense. You know, I got the home and away, and you got two blades to make sure everything is nice and smooth. Yeah, yeah. Then they got crazy with three and four. Like it's gonna be like Mach ten pretty soon. And yeah, and now you're like plugging something in your wall, and you nip your ball sack. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be. That's what a digital fourth kit's like. You're gonna it's be a perfect metaphor. Castrating yourself with uh, digital kits <laughs> before you know it. It's gonna be madness. That is literally Ryan Bailey music's nightmare. Like he wakes up at night in a cold sweat at just that scenario, completely. Oh, his ears must be ringing on that boat. I hope so. Wow. I hope so. Uh, so, uh, yeah, dis- yeah weird. digital it's just fourth weird kits. To me. Uh, we're going to have to bring this up again next week in extra time, briefly, just to get Ryan's uh, just defeated sigh on on air, on broadcast here. I'm sure Bobo's got one like on, on record. Yeah, but we, we need a fresh one to. because yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. every time something like this happens, it gets a little, a little more defeated, a, a little more desperate sigh. Mm. So uh, I'm looking forward to the new installment of that. So check back next week uh, on Extra Time for for that. That'll be worth the price of admission just in itself. Alone. But you know what? Let's bring it back to real life here. Let's close it out. Back in real life. Theo, I don't think we've talked about the MLS Cup Final yet. How has that happened? Uh, I don't know. Did it happen because no one cares? Because they took like a two-week break in the middle of the playoffs and lost well, all momentum the thing. and then just so, had the same cold game they had last year all over again? Is at, that why? At the height of the MLS playoffs, they say, uh, oh, wait a minute. There's an international break here. We'll see you in two weeks. That's just incredible to me that they would plan it that poorly. It's just not good for momentum. It's not like, good for anything. If anything, maybe like have the final be after that break so like you could do like a super bowl style you know media week maybe leading i don't know but whatever whatever just happened yeah two weeks is a long time for for a break uh in the middle of your playoffs which is supposed to be the height of your season for sure but shout out toronto fc i mean the toughest league in years they won three trophies arguably the best team ever I Michael think and Josie undoubtedly the trophy. best team in MLS history, as brief as that is. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, nothing but respect for uh, for the North so, fans that, that stuck there. Not the ones that went away and then came back. You guys are pussies. <laughs> but the ones that have been there from day one, from when they were throwing the seat cushions after Danny Dicchio scored. For those people to see Toronto win an MLS Cup in a city that actually treats MLS as a top, top-tier sport, it's cool to well, see. Well, it's, it's Canada, so, I mean, it's either that or Canadian football. Or curling, yeah. Curling, yeah. So 
uh, or hockey. I'm pretty sure they still like hockey as well. Uh, yeah, why not? So to recap, for those of you who who lost track of of MLS in the middle of that break or just never kept track from the beginning. Um, or don't know what MLS is. It stands for Major League it Soccer. It does. It's American Soccer's top Yeah, for and now. once again this year, for the second year in a row, the final was contested between the Seattle Sounders, who won it last year, and Toronto FC, uh, who lost it last year to Seattle. They even had... It was so sad last year. They had a whole setup ready to go for the MLS Cup. They built out like a cabinet for it, and it's even labeled MLS Cup, just waiting for it. They, they were so sure they were, they were going to win it, and they did not. Right, as you should win a home final, huh? Right, and they imagine, imagine if Real Madrid got to host the Champions League final at the Bernabeu every year. It'd be a walk. Exactly. So uh, they did not win it at home. Their their cabinet made especially for the MLS Cup, went empty for an entire year. But they got back to it. They got their revenge match in the final this year, and they won. They won it this year. So they can fill that hole in their trophy cabinet. Their cabinet. Yeah. They, they used that hole as motivation. They did. As, as many men do uh, <laughs> throughout 365 days A of the motivating year. hole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, men and women. <laughs> well... Uh, yeah, so uh, Josie Altador and uh, Michael Bradley, Canadian heroes now, as I wrote on Dirty Tackle, and uh, they couldn't... And they're really lapping it up. I mean, Bobo, pipe in the Josie, the six is on the way. He was absolutely shit-faced at the parade, and for good reason. Seriously, listen, 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 wait. For real, for real, for real, for real. Yeah, they had their parade in, in Toronto, and Josie was loving life. Everybody up here. Every single day goes into the office, into the laboratory to try to cook up some great stuff for you guys. Because you guys, every weekend, come out in numbers and waves. You got the six on the way. You know what I'm saying? Are you crazy? Are you dumb, brother? Listen, I just want to let you guys know that I've been partying since Saturday. And wait, and wait. And baby, I'm TFC till I die. I mean, it's been a tough year for him with the U.S. national team uh, and all that that happened there. So those guys earned this one. They they needed a a pick-me-up after a long year. They did. They did. And they enjoyed every minute Uh, of it. I love it, though. You can hear people in the crowd being like, get him off the mic. He's drunk. <laughs> no, that's why he should be on the mic. You want the drunkest I know. players I, on the mic. Cla- classic Canadians, like, sorry, sorry, get him <laughs> off the mic. He's going to embarrass us. No, don't worry about it. Josie's on the way. It was like that classic uh, Barcelona parade when, when Leo Messi, not Theo Messi, but Leo Messi was carrying, carrying around a giant inflatable lollipop, just drunk off his ass, <laughs> could barely stand up on the open-top bus, and I think it was like PK and Puyol were trying to hold him up. And he was <laughs> lugging around this giant lollipop that was bigger than him. It was amazing. Look up that video on YouTube wow. if you haven't seen it. Scenes. It's just magical. It is messy magic. Do you ever think that Messi just treats like his non-football life just like a big amusement park? Like, he has to. He's got the massive dog. He's got a massive lollipop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's got like... Stick and paste tattoos all over his body. I think uh, growing up, he's perpetually living in like a twelve-year-old's birthday party. Growing up, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was his favorite movie, so he just <laughs> made his entire world everything giant. Yeah, so he can feel like he's in the movie. <laughs> Some people think you know his footballing idol is Maradona when it's really Rick Moranis. <laughs> from Honey, I the Kids. <laughs> he's a huge Moranis head. He's a big Moranis yeah. fan. <laughs> massive, massive. Messi for Moranis. Yeah, I mean, the, the the Messi Experience Project, that new theme park he has in China, it's going to be all Moranis, wall-to-wall Moranis. It's essentially a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids it is, park yeah, in China. It really is. With Messi in place of Moranis. It's going to be... We're paying homage to. It's going to be incredible. Absolutely incredible. It's going to be huge. <laughs> Literally, it's going to be huge. <laughs> that was Messi's tagline when he pitched this thing. <laughs> going to be huge and it's going to be Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good shit ET gang members. Yeah. And non-members alike. Yeah. 
Well, the ML- MLS Cup, that, that happened. That's a thing. That was a thing. That was definitely a thing. And congratulations. It'll be a thing again. Con- congratulations to Toronto for finally getting their, their trophy to fill their hole. And they won a treble, man. Shouts to that. That's they the won thing. like an, a, a, a North American treble. It's pretty So cool. they won the Supporters' Shield as regular season MLS champions. The best. With, with the most points ever. Yeah, the best record in MLS. Uh, they won the MLS Cup. And they also won the Canadian. Is it the Canadian Cup? Yeah. Yeah, Canadian Cup, Canadian Champions Cup, something like yeah. that. Uh, you know, not your average treble. That tournament has like four teams in it. So <laughs> yeah. You basically have a 25% chance of winning at least one it's trophy if you're from Canada. Not quite as but, challenging yeah, as the U.S. Whatever. Open Cup, which has a bajillion whatever. clubs. They did it all. They did but, it all. But yeah, congrats to them. It's still, it's kind of like doing the treble in England with like the Champions League, the Premier League, yeah. and the EFL Cup. And the Carabao Cup. The Carabao Cup, Cup yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the Johnstone Pay Trophy. <laughs> it's it's like more like the it's more like winning like the Champions League, the league, and the Community Shield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, one and done. The Community Shield is essentially half a Canadian Champions Cup because there's right. two teams there and there's four teams in that tournament. So you know, <laughs> well, do non MLS Canadian clubs participate in that? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. The only other one I think is like Ottawa. Okay, that makes four. Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. Then they bring in the Maple Leafs just to round it out. Some hockey teams. Yeah, they bring in the Argos, <laughs> Marlies, the minor league hockey team in Toronto. All right, we I think we've rambled enough, Theo. Uh, this has been yeah, I agree. a ramble session without Ryan to, uh, to steal the spotlight from us. We hope you enjoyed your All-American holiday edition of the Dirty Tackle podcast. Your free extra time. Uh, once again, patreon.com slash tackle if you want to hear that all year round. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see you next time. We love you guys. Happy, yeah, happy, happy holidays. holidays. Uh, we'll, Eat bags. we'll be back uh, with, with Ryan next time to hear just how upset he is about those digital kits. And everything else. And, and everything else. About, yeah, literally everything else. Everything that we talk about on yes. the show. So, enjoy that. And, uh, Adios, muchachos. In honor of Ryan Bailey Music. Bye bye. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I, I kiss. I kiss you on the forehead, little baby. Good night. I tuck you in. Yeah. All right. See you later. So open your eyes. Let us in. We want to say Merry Christmas.